What's happening, peeps? It's your boy, Henny Wrestling. Welcome to Henny Wrestling Podcast. Um, today, we're going to talk about um, AEW Dynamite that happened last week in Long Island, New York. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, I didn't have no plans of going. I've been backed up for almost half of the year. Um, it's been very, very rough um, for me. Um, the crazy thing is a, a buddy of mine, um, ha- he bought the ticket, but he wasn't able to go. So he gave it to me and I was able to go by the grace of God. So I was happy because for those who follow me and those who know me, I'm a huge Adam Cole fan since um and since his NXT days. And I wanted to see this match between Adam Cole and Dax Harwood. Like, I know this match was going to be a banger. So we're going to talk about... um. Dynamite that happened last week in Long Island, New York. And I got to bring this up. We're also going to talk about the, not everyone, not everyone, but the hate that some internet wrestling community have over Bianca Belair. I don't understand you guys. I really don't. But we're going to talk about this because I it, it, it blows my mind, the hate that Bianca Belair is having. I don't understand this situation. But once again, guys, welcome to Henny Wrestling Podcast. Um, let's get straight to it. So the first match of the of the show was started Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood. What a match. This was a very um great way to start the show. Um look before the match, it looked like we was gonna see um Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart type of match because you because um you know Dax Harwood I think when he faced Cash they had like a lot of like wrestling maneuvers and stuff I I think they kind of replicate um the match between Bret Hart and Owen Hart you guys can correct me if I'm wrong and you know Adam Cole's a strong you know Adam Cole's a strong Michael guy he looks up to Shawn Michaels so you know it looked like some WrestleMania 12 vibes going but this was a tremendous match um I was surprised that Adam Cole won this match via submission. Like, it's very rare to see Adam Cole win a match via submission. But he did, and he's moving on to um to the semis. So, good one for Adam Cole. Um, Dax Harwood, like, yo, give this man the run that he needs so he could be a TNT championship. Because, bro, this is looking good for Dax Harwood, man. No cap. This is looking good. And I can't wait. This is this is unbelievable, man. Um, we're gonna talk about the matches, and then we're also gonna talk about Jericho appreciation and the contract signing, all that good stuff. So we move on to the next one: CM Punk versus John Silver. This was a competitive match, but Punk really, oh, Punk is the most hated wrestler in Long Island, New York. He really is. My man came out not only with the Islander colors, but he also came out with the Islanders jersey, which. It was crazy. Like this, like, yo, Long Island doesn't like doesn't love CM Punk. They do, but they don't just love they don't love him because of his actions and stuff. But very competitive match. Um Silver almost had a botch moment, but he held it down. Punk finished the match with um Buckshot Lariat. It wasn't it wasn't smooth as Hangman Page, but you know, it was just to mock and getting his head. Um Punk next Sunday is facing um Hangman Page for the AEW um world title 
at double or nothing. Uh, I do believe Punk is going to win. Um, I think I love Hangman Page. He's been having matches, but it's like it doesn't feel doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know. Nobody nobody's going to say anything about the the run of Hangman Page as champion because if it was WWE everybody would have been complaining but nobody says any anything when it comes to AEW but let's see what happens um good one for Punk um Silver this is his st second straight loss in Long Island he faced Brian Danielson last year that's a L he faced CM Punk last Wednesday another L so sucks really sucks for John Silver hopefully he does get a big win in Long Island um down the road but that's two straight big match big match losses in long island for john silver the ftw championship on the line ricky starks versus jungle boy another competitive match um shane strickland was trying to well swerve strickland excuse me was trying to like um distract ricky starks so starks can lose the FTW title, but that wasn't the case. Ricky Stark took advantage of it and he retains. And it looks like they had like a little, looks like they had a little beef going on. And it looks like we have two tag teams that is going after the um, AEW World Tag Team titles. Um, Powerhouse Hobb and Ricky Starks. Now Swerve, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. So I don't know when. We're going to see that match happen, a triple threat tag team match for the um, AEW World Tag Team titles. I don't know when that's going to happen, um, but we're going to see that down the road. So um, good win for Ricky Starks, still your FTW champion. I also thought Christian Cage was going to turn on Jungle Boy. It's, 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 it looks like a tease. It looks like a tease. So we'll probably see a, a fuse between Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. And boy, I cannot wait. I cannot wait between Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. Their feuds are going to be crazy, so I can't wait for that. But good win for um, Ricky Starks. The contract signing of MJF and um, Warlord. War Warlord. I don't know how you pronounce his name, but um, everyone does not like um, everyone does not like MJF when it comes in any state. MJF gets boo, but when it comes to Long Island, New York. That's the place that he gets the most pop in 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 AEW. You come to Boston, he goes to Boston, he gets booed. He goes to Pennsylvania, he gets booed. He goes to New Jersey, he gets booed. He goes to uh, Florida, he gets booed. He goes to Texas, he gets booed. He goes to California, he gets booed. But when he comes to Long Island, New York, that man gets the most pop ever. So. You know, MJF, I mean, he's from Long Island, New York, so makes sense. But he's a lovable guy in Long Island. Outside of that, everyone hates him with a passion. Um, that dark side of the ring. Oh, my God. Yo, what was yo? That came from. No, for me, that came from, that came left field. I did not see that. Oh, my goodness. That was. Yo, yo, <laughs> yo I got to give him props for that. So, um, contract, the way, the most I can remember is he has to take, Warlow has to take 10 whiplash and he will have to face Sean, Sean Spears in a steel cage and MJF being the special guest referee. 
and he if he gets those if he gets through those two he would have the opportunity to face MJF at double or nothing but here's the thing if warlow warlow lose he won't ever get an AEW contract if i'm not mistaken so coming this wednesday he will have to get the whiplash just like he just like just like with Cody Rhodes when Cody Rhodes was in the AEW then he will have to go through um, Sean Spears and him and MJF himself. I think this this happened. No, 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 no. That was no, no, no. Jericho, no. Jericho faced Sean Spears. That was his first um, match. But Warlow have to um, go through Spears and MJF in order to in order for Warlow to get MJF. I hope I said it right. And then from there we will see. MJF versus Warlord. I think he'll get through those two and he'll beat MJF. And then we'll we will see officially after double or nothing. Warlord is all but Warlord hashtag is all elite. We're gonna I'm pretty sure we're going to see that after um double or nothing. But let's see what happens. Um it's gonna be interesting, but let's see. Tony Storm versus Jamie. Hater, yo, I'm gonna be honest with you. That was a very um, entertaining, entertaining match. That these two went at it. Um, Tony Storm was obvious; she was gonna win. I love how Jamie Hater was like, "Yo, Brick, um, Rebel, I love you guys, but I want to do this on my own. I want to show that I'm the one of the best, if not the best, woman um, wrestler in the world." Um, unfortunately. She came out short, and Tony Storm moves on um, to the next round. So going for Tony Storm and Jamie Hader, like she she has nothing to, she has nothing to be ashamed of. Um, all she could do is go up on this point. So in life, you win and learn, no losses. But going for Tony Storm. Then we have Jericho Appreciation Society victory speech. Um, they were celebrating all of that, and then John Moxley music hits, and I was there on the floor seat section, and John Moxley came out, and it looked like he was going to he was going to go to the other side. I was like, ah, this is whack, and then he went to the side that I was in. I was like, yeah, and I was up and close. Yo, only guy can do this. I'm gonna be honest with you. Only guy can do this. I saw Moxley up and close. Oh my god, that's though i cannot be mad about that i cannot be mad about that then um brian danielson and wheeler yuda came out and then eddie kingston and um santana rotis came and they attacked um jericho appreciation society and then william real gave a punch um to chris jericho now I saw a meme that says that Regal didn't forget um <laughs> 21 years ago. So um if you guys remember back in the Attitude Era, um William Regal was the commissioner of the WWE back in 2001 in some sort. Um and you know William Regal always had his tea, always drinking his tea and then Jericho um did the number 1 on William Regal's tea that William Regal took the sip and he 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 was like what the hell is this and then Jericho um <laughs> Jericho's um went into the ring I forgot what match they had 
And then it was, I forgot what he said, but it was something with P. And I was like, oh, no. Nah. So they put a, a, a meme or something on Instagram that William Regal did not forget what happened 21 years ago. So <laughs> I smell blood and guts in this situation right here. Now, Jericho uh, Appreciation Society needs one more person. They need one more person in this match because... If you have Moxley, Danielson, and Wheeler Yuta, and then you got Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz, that's six guys. So Jericho Appreciation Society, they need one more. And I'm going to be honest with you. If I was AEW, you guys could say if I'm wrong, I will put Trent Beretta in. Here's why. Okay, Trent Beretta has been out for, well, I guess... Uh, Lord knows how many months, maybe, maybe months, it was a month, a month or a year, months or a year, whatever the case may be. And Wheeler Yuta came into the, um, to the, um, to, to the faction of, um, Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy and Chris Stantlander. So he was there, he was there, he was there, he was there. And, um, Trent Beretta came back and then Trent Beretta and Wheeler Yuta, they had like conflict in the group so i would definitely bring in trent beretta so those two so that will be six on six blood and guts take my money you better bring it to new york because pandemic took took away the blood and guts um two years ago on my birthday like literally that was on my birthday march 25th blood and guts all elite versus um the inner circle literally on my birthday and the pandemic took it away from me so you better bring that blood and guts to new jersey to new york long island we'll probably see them next year or, or or the end of the year but bring it please 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 i want to see a blood and guts like war games they're not gonna war games is gonna be somewhere but it's not gonna be close to the new york area Please, please. That's my bucket list as a wrestling fan. Watch a war game, man. In live and in person. But that's how I feel. So let's see what happens. Um, I forgot to mention we had Dan Housing versus Tony Nice. Dan Housing had a um AW in-ring debut. And that was a squash. That was a squash. And um that was a squash. And I didn't see that coming. I honestly thought um, Dan Housen was going to do his, his curse. And Tony Nese was not going to do anything. And, he, and, and Dan Housen was going to get the pin. But nope. I forgot this guy's name. That was in Tony Nese's corner. He interrupted. And then Nese took advantage of it. And squashed him. And then it comes Hook. Hook helps him out. Um, they have a handshake. And it's official. Pre-show. Buy-in. Hookhausen versus Tony Nese. I think Mike Mark Sterling. That's his name. Is it Mark Sterling? Um, whatever the case may be. Um, we're gonna see that tag team match at the buy-in. Come double or nothing. So I'm looking forward to it. This is gonna be um second buy-in for Hook. As far as like pay-per-view is concerned. Let's see how it goes. Let's see. Let's see how things work out. But um, oh, Hook Housing, man, this, this should be fun. This should be fun.
But um, he was here in New York as well. Um, I didn't went there because I met Gargano, and then from there I went straight home. There was a lot of wrestling going on in New York. You had um, create a, we had a, you had a wrestling show in Long Island. You had Warriors of Wrestling in in Brooklyn. There was a lot of wrestling shows in New York. So yeah, like I should have had a chance to meet Hook, but I'll I'll, I'll get him down the road. But that's the buy-in. We'll probably have more for double or nothing, but let's see what happens. I don't know if I'm missing anything else, but the last, not least, Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. You could say it's a dream match. Um, anything goes. Goodness gracious, what a match. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I honestly, I was hoping that they would able to execute whatever they, they planned, wherever, whatever they planned um, to execute. I say that because, you know, in AEW, botches happen. We know that. In in pro wrestling, botches happen. We know that happens a lot. And that was my concern with this match. With this match. Like, some people may not like it and stuff, but there's a lot who loved it. You know, Jeff Hardy, Darby Allen, they're both lovable. These two was really trying to kill each other. Because, yo... I see Darby, this dude hit the swanton on Jeff through the chairs. I was like, oh, my Lord. Oh, gosh. Like, these guys really went at it. And Jeff picks up the win. And now we're going to see tomorrow Jeff Hardy versus Adam Cole. The winner, I believe, will move on to the finals at double or nothing. And I'm going to pull for Adam Cole all the way. I think Adam Cole needs this win. And I say that because he's coming off of two straight losses against Adam Page for the AEW World title. So I do believe Adam Cole needs this tournament to win so he can get that momentum back to the winning column. So I know he won like, what, two, three, two, three matches straight. But I'm saying as far as like him getting his momentum back and getting back to the title picture, I believe he needs to win this tournament. So let's see what happens tomorrow at um, Wednesday at um, AEW Dynamite. We're going to see Adam Cole versus Jeff Hardy. Let's see how it goes. Now, on to the next one. I need to ask you guys these question, this question. What is all this hate of Bianca Belair? What is this hate? Where is this hate coming from? I don't understand you guys. Where is this hate coming from? You guys praised and and, and praised and loved Bianca Belair and an NXT black and gold. Y'all praised her. Y'all loved her. Y'all show appreciation when she had those two title shots. Um, the first one at TakeOver Phoenix 2019 against Shayna Baszler. And then that fatal four-way match at TakeOver New York. Y'all show appreciation. To Bianca Belair. What what happened now? What happened now? You see, and this is what kind of bothers me. Yeah, WWE doesn't push, doesn't push wrestlers or doesn't build stars. But the moment that they do, y'all complain. Like, this is what I say last year my all my friends when we we did a lot of meet and greets. Y'all don't want y'all don't want y'all want microwave storylines. Y'all don't want something nice, pre-cooked, put them in the oven, let it let it. Let it sit there for a while, bring it out, let it sit there for a while, bring it out, and enjoy it. No, y'all just want to toss it in the microwave, uh, okay, three minutes, on to the next one. Y'all, yo, that is ridiculous. Like, let's show appreciation that WWE is, it put, is pushing on Bianca Belair. I honestly thought she would never go, she would never get this type of push. 
I'm going to be honest with you. Because every wrestler that comes out of NXT, it's either they get that push or they get released. We've seen that the last couple of years. Like, like wrestlers do so well at NXT. And then when they move on to the main roster, they become an afterthought. We have seen that. We have seen that. Unless you're injury prone. If you're injury prone, that's on you. There's no control of that. But we have seen NXT wrestlers rise up in NXT. And then when they come to the main roster, they become afterthoughts. I don't understand. Bianca's getting that push. And we should appreciate that. We should appreciate that. I don't understand all this hate. I understand the situation with Liv Morgan. First and foremost, if they was going to give the title to Liv Morgan, they should have gave it to her in um, WWE Day 1. That would have been a perfect time. But y'all wouldn't have been mad because if Liv Morgan would have to face Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan would have to drop the belt. You guys would still be complaining. Of course, they're going to let Becky Lynch ride that till WrestleMania. Of course, of course, that's what's going to happen. I don't believe this. I don't believe this. And y'all want to live Morgan to win Elimination Chamber? For what? So Becky Lynch could sweep again? Come on, y'all. This was a redemption story for Bianca Belair after that horrible booking that WWE did back in SummerSlam. Come on now. And then y'all compare her... I saw one on TikTok that someone was talking about that Nikita Lions is more entertaining than Bianca Belair. Dudes, y'all watch NXT 2.0 because of Nikita Lions. That's it. Y'all don't watch NXT 2.0 for something else. Y'all watch her. Y'all watch, excuse me, y'all watch NXT 2.0 just to watch Nikita Lions. I don't understand y'all. And then I saw a tweet saying that Ty Conti is better than Bianca Belair, but WWE stands is not ready for that. Where? Where? I'm not disrespecting Ty Conti. I... Ty Conti has improved, but yo, y'all some dogs, yo, y'all need, y'all need a gallon of water, cause y'all thirsty, thirsty, what the heck, yo, can we give props to Bianca Belair, can we give flowers to WWE for once, that they at least are putting Bianca Belair as a top female wrestler in their company. Can we give a, can we give WWE flowers? They know how to push wrestlers. They just push the they just want to push those that they want to push. Oh god, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. Very very annoying. Y'all need to stop doing that. Y'all need to stop doing that. Because if she was in AEW, you guys would have been applauding. But because she's in WWE and a lot of y'all doesn't like WWE, you guys want to start throwing grenades. Y'all got to stop that. But this has been the episode of Henny Wrestling Podcast. Um, be on the lookout for my YouTube channel. Um, I already did a vlog. It's a secret show. So if you're so if you so if you need the link for the for the YouTube, um, hit me up. I'll send you the link and you can watch it. Um, Friday, May 20th, we have Takeover for Shane Taylor Promotions at Richfield Park, New Jersey. Um, if you're not able to go, IWTV is the place to be. So you can watch it live and in person. Um, yeah, guys, this is it. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. And, and as always, guys, God is good. And keep God first. This has been Henny Wrestling. Grown man who loves God and wrestling. And I see you guys soon. Henny Wrestling. 
out.